0: Welcome to No Apology with the Bible Idiots. It's episode two twenty six.
1: We're Chris and Emily. So glad you are with us. We are your broadcast friends, talking about all of life from a biblical worldview to help you get through the day. And it's Friday, and that's always a good day.
0: It's right? actually Thursday night at ten forty four p.m. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna Sheldon. try to get, yeah, we're, we're gonna try to get out of our terrestrial broadcast ways.
1: But for people listening, it's probably Friday, unless it's you download it later Friday. and whatever. Yeah,
0: we're not we're not downloading them later. We're just posting does, them when we get them done.
1: Does anybody really know what day it is? Does
0: anybody really care? <laughs> Here's the deal. We're late on Thursday getting the podcast done for you Friday listeners, because we love you. And we're so glad that you're along with us. Make sure you tell your friends, subscribe where you can, and let's get on with it. We've got a mailbag today.
1: That is always incredible. I love getting mail. I love getting, well, because they've always been good so far. I mean...
0: (laughs) If you want to drop us a line, the email address is in the upper left-hand corner at BibleIdiots.com. And JT dropped us a line. It said Bible Idiots Podcast. I'm going to just read the whole thing. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, it kind of opened my eyes to one of you know some of the things we're talking about without really talking about it. And JT kind of got the vibe. You're
1: talking cryptic now. Yeah, I don't yeah. know well, what you're saying. Listen to what he says. Okay.
0: He says, hello. Hello.
1: Hello. <laughs> Hello, JT.
0: (laughs) I discovered your podcast a few months back and have really enjoyed listening to your content. Very well done. Well, thank you, JT. Ah, Nice.
1: Yeah. Keep up the good work.
0: And I don't want to assume wrongly, but it just seems like you could use prayer for your church. I am reading too much into some of your comments in recent episodes, then please correct me. My father was a pastor for over 30 years, and I know... Uh (laughs) Aha! And I know... I know. I know. I know. Where am I here? Uh, let's see. Oh, I know that while there was much joy in his journey, there was also significant wounds inflicted by those of the church he served. Vocational ministry is certainly not for everyone. And I hold in very high regard. Anyone who answers the call. Thanks for all you do. And I appreciate the time and effort you put into the podcast. Just felt compelled to reach out today. Sincerely and with appreciation, JT did not give his state or city that's okay. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. But uh, just reaching out to JT and others, uh, yes, our prayer does need our church does need prayer. <laughs> and
1: our, our prayer needs church, our prayer to be needs quite church. honestly.
0: Did I mention it's Thursday <laughs> at 10.40, what is it, 10.46 p.m. now. <laughs> and yes, we do need prayer. And yeah. it's not like any other church. We don't feel like we're unique or anything. But it is just the times that we live in where people seem to always want to find ways to grow and for the record my church has a lot of great sold out people for jesus who want to be feasting on the word of god who want authentic preaching and who want to serve jesus and that's where i want you to keep your prayers
1: well uh he's very intuitive there or maybe not that's not even the right word but just really tuned in he know like you know we were talking before his dad was he like, you know been there done that got the t-shirt you know. i see things yeah. i see things you that get other the people vibe. maybe don't see so uh that's really awesome thank you for taking the time to just reach out thank you for taking the time to pray for our pray pray for our little church yeah i mean that that's like the most powerful tool that we have yeah. and so just someone even saying and letting us know that we're praying for you. Yeah. Uh, That's really encouraging. It puts wind in our sails. It's
0: unbelievable, the power of prayer. Uh And I don't really totally understand it, but I know it's real. So if you'd like to pray for us, pray that God would continue to strengthen the believers that go to our church. And those that have left our church, well, we still pray for them. We still want the best for them. We don't want anything bad to happen to them. And there's no reason talking about it or beating a dead horse over it. It's time to move on. And that's what we're trying to do. But if JT's picking up on it in Ooh, our podcast, else is. when maybe we just decide to uncork the flesh nature from Remi- time to time.
1: Reminds me of the uh, Everybody Loves Raymond episode, The Angry Family. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Look, here's the bottom line. We live in a time where people are really struggling. Even some of the most growing, sold out servants of Jesus are struggling in this time. And part of it, especially for American believers, and I know many of you listening are outside of the United States, but in the United States, it's a very dark time we have leftists that are trying to put forward an agenda that is anti-christian and they hate christianity and
1: they're getting very militant about it and and breaking laws and ignoring the constitution and so on so it's it's, it's an interesting time in our in our history right now in our and, country
0: and let's not confuse leftists with liberals there are a lot of liberals out there that don't necessarily agree with the leftists but they're enabling them.
1: Right, they're the, still aligning themselves yeah. with them.
0: A yeah. leftist agenda, as they have said themselves, is against Christianity yeah. at all for, at all forms, at all corners of the map. And so what we want to do with no apology is not apologize for being Christians, not apologizing for the light that's within us. And as we try to shine that light, as we try to be salt in a world, as we try to live for Jesus, there's times when we can really upset the apple cart. And we don't want to do that, but on the same token, it's time for us to quit wussing out on the conversation and speak about what is real.
1: Well, it's really important because if we want people to come out of that deception, we have to speak truth. And And I know that like sometimes it's hard to say what really needs to be said. And so people will put, you know, little twists on it or um, try to do it in a little bit more light, lighthearted way or something. But we, But we can't veer away from the cold, hard truth, because that's the only chance of people coming out of that deception. And we have to remember Titus chapter three, verses five and six, how we too were once foolish, and we ran around. Enslaved in all kinds
0: of passions passions and pleasures. And that's not a memory. Hating
1: each other, hating one another. And, and we came out Living of Living in malice. How did we come out of it? I mean, I had a dad who there were certain things that, you know, certain lines you don't cross, certain things you don't do. This is just the way it is. And you know what? I cross those lines sometimes. And, you? And, yeah. No. <laughs> I'm a line crosser. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I mean, staying focused on what the real fight is, not turning our um fight towards one another, because I'm seeing that a lot, too um Christians who are out there professing Christians they'll do things they say things and then other people professing to be Christians turn around and and slap at them and knock at them because you know you shouldn't say let's go brandon you know cuz you're a christian and it's like you're 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 way off base here you're you're not fighting the good fight and and to turn and start backbiting and trying to harm the other members of Christ's bride you don't get to harm Christ's bride and still claim that you're part of the body you know what I mean which
0: is why Christians daily in keeping with repentance should seek the Lord and always try to err on the side of grace and forgiveness Mm -hmm. when possible there is a time to seek justice But there is a time to seek mercy. And in that, you hear the spirit. You know, the Bible says, the sheep hear my voice, says the Lord.
1: Yeah. When does God show us mercy? He shows us mercy um, when we're in that repentance. I mean, he will let circumstances of the day get more and more difficult to try to bring us to our senses. It's like the prodigal son. They let the repercussions and the consequences of our actions bring us to our senses and yeah. God's that's what God did in that in that story the god figure the, the dad didn't run after the son he didn't try to protect the son from the consequences of his bad decisions so to speak mm-hmm. but he waited patiently for them to turn around and once he turned around once he came to his senses once he realized uh, you know, I'm going to go back and, and I won't even ask to, to be a son. I'll live like a servant because yeah. that's really what I, I don't deserve to be. But once he came to that realization, then the father was full of mercy and welcomed him back. Eagerly. Well, here's
0: the reality. When the veil is lifted, when your eyes are opened and your ears are opened, there's a real true thing and it's called hold no record of wrong. When you're no longer blind, you don't hold record of wrong and that's hard to do because where's the line that crosses over to no, we need justice here. We need, we need something to happen here. This can no longer go on. Sometimes at some point, you have to confront evil. But let's go to the scriptures a little bit, just see what they have to say. Because
1: we need the the Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us in each and every one of those circumstances. And oh, guess what? We have God's word to do just that.
0: Galatians 6, 9 (laughs) says, let us not become weary of doing good for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up.
1: Yeah, there we go.
0: Hebrews 10.36 says, You need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. What we have coming to us, our inheritance, is so much greater and better than anything, anything this world has to offer, which in that light, in that view, in that perspective, you can hold no record of wrong. It really doesn't matter at the end of the The day. The things
1: of the world draw they become strangely dim, I think is the term that the old hymn uses and it's true. the things of the world just don't they lose their greatness but they also lose their harshness as well.
0: Well, I don't want to have the patience to wait on the Lord. I want to get things done now. <laughs> give me give me the hammer and I'll show you how the Lord would want this to go. <laughs> And that's not real. <laughs> Psalm 40, verse 1 says, I waited patiently for the Lord, and he turned to me and heard my cry. Oh. He, patiently, yeah. patiently you wait on the he Lord. He
1: hears. He's not, he's not turning a blind eye, even though time might pass. He, he's not just turned his back on you. Yeah.
0: yeah. Isaiah 64, 4 says, Since ancient times no one has heard, no ear has perceived, no eye has seen. Any God besides you, O oh Lord, who acts on behalf of those who wait for Him? Ah,
1: very good. There's there's power there. There's something yeah. very. But I don't want to wait, Lord. <laughs> I want justice now. <laughs> and that's getting harder and harder to do in this culture of instant gratification. We're just so used to everything is on demand nowadays. Food entertainment heat cold drink food i mean everything is just boom right there many people
0: have talked about how the usa really struggles to probably really serve jesus accurately because we don't necessarily need him because we have everything and you know you go to some foreign countries i talk to missionaries almost on a weekly basis Mm -hmm. and their health care is the lord right they don't have any other option yeah and I want us to go back to him in that way. And so for us to be faithful and share the gospel, that's all we really can do, whether people love us, whether they hate us, it doesn't really matter. And the same goes for you. Emily and I want you to know that you can stand firm. Our life verses that we have really latched onto the last five or six years is Psalm 27. In fact, we actually started a ministry called Kingdom 27. If you go to Facebook, you can look up Kingdom 27, and you'll see that's our our old internet radio station from Real Remnant Radio. But, but Psalm 27, 13 and 14 says this, these verses are so powerful if you will allow them to get in and stay in. It says, I am still confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord, be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord.
1: Waiting on the Lord. I guess Tom Petty was right. Waiting is the hardest part. Oh,
0: come on now. <laughs> Tom Petty was not a theologian.
1: <laughs> no. But he got it. (laughs) And that human
0: nature that he talked about was a spiritual nature that we're all indwelled in. So if you turn to the Lord today, if you come to him in his fullness and you wait on him, he will show up. You got to seek him, ask, knock, seek, and he will show up in spite of your... We cannot live by circumstances. We can't do that. We have to live by the promises of of the lord because there is a payday someday and it may not even be in this earth but that's what we drive strive for that's what we drive towards and in that world we want to be gracious and we want to hold no record of wrong wherever possible
1: so how do we know that this is true like I said earlier in the podcast, been there, done that, got the t-shirt. We have been in those situations where we truly do have been, we've been crying out to the Lord, but we do have to wait on him. And every single time, there is not a time yet where he has not proved himself faithful.
0: Look up the book of Acts and look at the believers there and how on fire they were for the Lord that when they were coming and confiscating their property, when they were treating them harshly, they still had joy. We have it all and we have joy. And that is the title of my sermon for Sunday. So that's what I've been studying all week.
1: Oh, so it's just stuck in your brain. It is. Yeah,
0: And it's so late. We shouldn't be doing podcasts this late, (laughs) (laughs) but here we are. And that's on our heart today. Well, on behalf of my best friend and bride, Emily, my name is Chris. You get into the Word of God today. Go to BibleIdiots.com. You can give a gift there to help this little outreach ministry. You can also go to the email in the upper left-hand corner and drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you wherever you are in the world listening to the podcast.
1: Be like TJ.
0: Yeah, JT, actually. (laughs) Oh, sorry. (laughs) That's how late it is.
1: I don't think I've ever met him personally, sorry.
0: All right, and get into the Word of God today and go and serve your king.